Welcome in to the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 12-year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green into Vikings territory. Finally brought down. And University of Nebraska eSports coach. Is your host, Amon Green. To the Amon Green Show. I'm Amon Green, your host, along with my man Harrison. How you doing, Harrison? Doing good. It's. Uh, I think tomorrow we're finally getting out of the heat, so I'm doing a lot better. <laughs> it's. It's been. I feel like I'm melting to the pavement out there. Oh uh, yeah, and then um, I mean I'm a, glut- a glutton for punishment. My house <laughs> AC unit is definitely on the fritz. Like I, I'm like giving it time to like kick in, but it's not. It's been like. I look at the thermometer. It, thermometer. It looks like it says between some nights it says 89. Oh, <laughs> and, I, and I'm trying to like be in, you know, like it's going to work out. It's going to get warm. No, it's going to get cooler. No, it's not. I got to let the, we just moved in. So I you know everything's under warranty right now. So I was like, oh, I think I'm going to have to call in yeah. the morning. <laughs> it might be something simple. New, you said it's a newer place. Could just yeah. be dust. Could just be your condensate line getting clogged. Yeah, something Never like know. That. Sometimes something, it's 20 But it's whatever place. it is, it's covered. So I was like, just get it done now, because I'm sitting there sweating. I just did a stream um, with a group of uh, uh, ladies that I met online. And they're streamers, they're influencers, and they have a they work with a production company out of Atlanta, Georgia, called Ant Online. And I did Madden, like I was talking before we mm-hmm. went live. And I'm like sitting. It feels like I'm sitting in a sauna in my room. <laughs> I was in there doing the streams, and I like it's getting is it getting hotter? It's just me. I'm mean, sitting there, got shine on my forehead, looking at the camera. I'm like, oh man, we got this guy's to get fixed. So I'm not gonna, <laughs> and I think it, that training camp had me, you know, as a you know high school and college here in Nebraska, training camp. I'm like used to it, but when you're just sitting in it, like it's like, and you're you should be cool. It's like, come on, all right, I'm not gonna be a hard head anymore. Let me just go get this fixed real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can believe that it's uh, for first week of school, man. Not even just like for college. Looking at all the high school sports too. Like the practices, mm-hmm. everyone was having to work out. You know, five thirty in the morning, two days were yeah, tough. Some people were getting practices uh, yeah. canceled or postponed, like you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I know it's obviously esports world, a lot nicer. You don't have yeah, to worry about the heat so much. But kind of, how was that first week for you? Uh, first week of I say I say more classes than anything. Mm-hmm. I've been so with the esports team side of it. Uh, I've been just organizing things, like talking through Discord a lot. And the Discord is the app where we, you know, as a gamer, you know what that is and you communicate there. So it's where we do a lot of our um, communication, just talking to uh, Jade. She's a vice president of, of the club team and assist or uh, team manager of Valorant and was talking to her, getting practice times and dates down when they're going to start doing that and try out so I can, um, you know, be a part of the practice, be in the Discord you know, live so I can watch and and give feedback and see how good the players are doing or not doing. And mm-hmm. I can assist with that, do my job as a coach. And then, uh, so talking with all the game managers, which is all the team, basically assistant coaches, the um, club president Z, who's uh, who you probably seen or, you know, seen here in the mm-hmm. studio, her getting um, her uh, information for League of Legends. Same thing with Jaden with Call of Duty. Now I got to talk with Sam and uh, get all the information in terms of practices, tryouts, all that's coming up in the next couple of weeks with this be in the first full week or i'll say tomorrow will be the first full week of school and then something i had a great time up in omaha at sp league man went up there with some of our coaches and uh, one of our team player team managers uh Jayden, 
Skolsky. Um, no, I just tortured his name. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get it right though. I'm gonna get it right. Um, and Ryan Tan, who's a part of our staff now, came in from Penn State and has a plethora of experience of uh, uh, managing and building out teams and um, getting um, recruit from cr- recruiting events, activations to get you know mm-hmm. planning. We're planning out high school stuff so we can have kids come to campus. You know, if, even if we don't have a facility, they could still walk around the J School because that's where we're located. That's where myself, Alan, and Ryan are, are office, and that's all the faculty members that are part of the faculty that runs the esports um, club and varsity side of it. So just getting that stuff, you know, and then planning out a dinner one, you know, here in the next couple of weeks with all those, the club officers, the coaches, all the kids that help the club team um, club run, making sure we get to know them a little more, mm-hmm. sit down, have dinner, talk, um, get to know them and uh, just start planning out things, you know, fun things, you know, be a part of what they're planning out for their community events that they have from Super Smash to um, Valorant to League of Legends and then to their regular old practices and competition. So, and then you kind of mentioned you know, with the coaching staff, what does that look like uh, in the esports world when you're putting together a staff? You know, what are you looking for? You know, I listen to Matt Rule a lot. You know, listen to him; he's very big on having to coach up his own guys, right? Mm-hmm. So, what does that look like in the esports world when you're looking for coaches, and what are you asking from them? Um, I'm looking for coaches that are very organized and that have different procedures on bringing out the best of a player in talent wise. You know, talent wise. If you know, and listening to Ryan, the last couple from last night's event to us talking a couple of days ago, you know, we're his office is literally right around the corner and on second floor in the J school from mine. And so just listening to him talk, I'm like, he definitely we're on the same page mm. in terms of how we want to recruit, you know, plan and re- plan recruiting events, how we want to plan out practices and how we get the best of our out of our players, working them in their practices teaching them the things that you know, make their game better mechanically, you know, pressing the buttons on the controller or the mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the strategy, you know, how we're going to strategize in League of Legends, how we're going to strategize in Valorant to have the best players, you know, and um, also how we're going to make sure we do the player development. So, you know, just that we were having a good conversation the other day about making sure, you know, if we have a player that's, you know, probably not the most liked but they're the very best. Yeah. You know, and how many of those we can have. <laughs> we can't have too many of got players that, you know, for another word, can be used to who they are. Right. But they're very good. If we have three players that are, like, don't get along with anybody and feel like they're the best thing since sliced bread and they're on the team, that's not good. We got to limit that and at least have one, one, you know, one player that may not, um, you know, I say, I say go with everybody else or go with us as coaches, but they're really good. We can then work on them yeah. and break that out of them. You know, that part where they feel like they're better, they don't need coaching. But if it's just one of them, then we could work on them, <laughs> double team them, triple team them in, in, in practices, in the discord, in conversation, face to face. They'll say, hey, this is a team atmosphere. We know you're good, but this is how good players get better when they work around, work with their teammates. Yeah. Because this is not Madden. This is not 2K. This is not FIFA or FC soccer um, 24 that's coming out. This is not individual games. This is four, 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 four versus four, five versus five, six versus six. Multiple players that you got You can't take down a whole team by. I mean, you probably could do it every now and then, mm-hmm. you know, but you can't do it all the time. Yeah. And you're going to need the other three players around you if you're playing Call of Duty, the other four players around you if you're playing Overwatch to have your back and support you and do what they need to do 
to help the team win, basically. So that having that conversation just felt good. And from the time I've met uh, Ryan through email um, back in the spring when Sherry introduced us for the first time, I just reading his bio and just reading him and reading uh, what he wrote to me in his first email to me, I was like, I was like, this is like the dream team of esports coaches <laughs> between myself, uh, Ryan Tan, and then Alan Eno being our production faculty member who knows everything about all the cameras, all the microphones. We have with this, we have a an amazing thing called a fly pack. Where, uh, you have to break that down for me. So a fly pack, I, I didn't know either. <laughs> I kind of heard about it before, and so I was like, I think I know what it is, but I'm not hundred percent sure. But it sounds like a mobile studio. Okay. And sure enough, when we did our esports summer camp. We got to use it, and that's what it is. It's a mobile studio, so it has anything that you would have in a regular studio. Like, just imagine what we're what you're dealing with right here. Yeah, the equalizer there and the monitors. Just all that is in a like a box, and it's metal. It's hard plastic, so obviously, if it falls or drops, it it has protection. Mm -hmm. But it has all the wirings and has monitors built in, so you don't have to take the monitors out of this this. I say like a a, a box on wheels, like three. It's almost like it's a little bit taller than me. It's like six, a little bit over six feet. But it's got all everything you need in Everything there. you it's need. it's all wired already? Yep, already wired. And the only thing you need to do with it when you get it somewhere is plug it in. Oh, that's sweet. I have a, have a power outlet nearby, and it has the stitching cords. It has extra long HDMI cable. So you could stream or you could do a radio show. It doesn't matter. And so it has that. And so it's almost like re remote. Yeah. If you do remote, it's bigger than that, though. I've seen remote where you almost like a a little handbag or a suitcase. No, I wonder this, if we need to invest in that. Like, probably, you're kind of selling it on me. Yeah, that hey, sounds like a sweet deal. Set up those remote get, uh, get DP to put some together some sponsors for that. Yeah, um, it's not cheap. It's not cheap, but it's worth it. Yeah. It's 100% a hundred, worth it to have it because like where, where we're sitting at, we don't have our facility built yet, but we will be able to still stream from anywhere. Like we streamed from the Pepsi room in the mm -hmm. J school. And if we need to go, couple blocks away to the student union and stream in there when we do like a community event and still stream the east on the nebraska esports channel we'd be able to do that with that fly pack as long as we have power and ethernet you know so it's just like i saw that in mid you know in june back in june it was like this is great and yeah. so we still we're in we're so we're still able to have seasons we're still going to compete we're still going to have tryouts um we have scholarship kids that are on campus now, they're emailing me every day. You know, it's asking about trials and asking about things that they need to know and do. And I just direct them into the Discord because right now it's just more the club side of it. So you got to talk to the team managers or the club officers like Jade and, and Z just to get information for if you're a Rocket League player, for example, mm -hmm. or Overwatch 2 player, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I kind of want to ask because you talked about those fly packs. You know, with the gaming world, the technology is always innovating. Mm -hmm. You know, what does that look like from your guys' perspective? Do you guys have to do homework on the constant innovations of the gaming world, or do you kind of just wait to see and match what everyone else is kind of upgrading with you guys? Um, Computer-wise or, like, yeah, equipment-wise? Like your hardware yeah. and your equipment. Yeah, it's a constant education, mm -hmm. um, and you kind of hear it because the kids will talk about it. Oh, I heard the new 4090 or the 40 series GPUs are out now. Yeah, and, like, like does the frames, like, the edge on that, is that – you know, a big deal when you get to that level? Not, it is and it isn't. Okay. Like a lot of colleges and I'll say, yeah, I'll say just at the college level, a lot of schools, be honest, can't afford those 4090 GPUs yeah. because they're by themselves, not in the PC alone, they're $1,500. And they're not always available. And exactly. Because everybody that can't afford to buy it are, are buying them. Mm -hmm. So right now we're still, most schools are still competing on 330 series. 
you know, so 3080s, 3090s, 3770Is, which is still show, pushing out the high quality uh, frame rate mm -hmm. for, and on monitors that are 4K. You're still getting good quality on games if you're playing all the PC games like Call of, or like, uh, yeah, Call of Duty, um, League of Legends, Valorant, yep. CSGO. You're still getting a good fine quality even with the lower series of GPUs and everything, all the other bells and whistles that goes into a PC build. And then is, for some tournaments, do they have like uh, like set – what's the word I'm like, like set equipment, like you everyone has to kind of match on what they're using equipment-wise, or is it really – Everyone kind of brings their own stuff, and you just have to fit into a pretty broad standard. Um, it's kind of a little bit of both. So there is a set, like, mouse and keyboard for certain games. Right. Like Valorant is keyboard, mouse, lock. So, um, they don't. Their game is from co from the coding. You can't use a, um, a, mug, a controller. Okay. Um, but then for the tournament, you know, there could be a tournament that says for, like, Call of Duty, Overwatch, say, hey, I mean, even though you could play both them games on both either remote control controller or I'm not remote control controller or mouse and keyboard but the tournament could say you know what we're going to do keyboard lock or we're going to do controller lock where we got to play this on controller that happened mm -hmm. to us my first year in Lakeland when um, it was Call of Duty and they said it was actually controller lock which wasn't bad because most of my players had played on controller right so they were excited they're like oh, okay cool <laughs> you don't have to try to do mouse and keyboard that'd be play. me i'd be excited to be on the controllers yeah me too that's a, that's, a, that's my home right there yep still getting better on it but uh, i we talked about last week valorant experience miserable yeah, yeah. It, it's locked if you're not good on the keyboard that's a learning curve one that's when you talked about you want a good team around you because yeah. if, if you don't got a good team chemistry that's a tough one yeah because <laughs> frustration is set in fast um and then the better players it depends on their personality you know obviously we want a better player to be able to communicate to his teammates, his or her teammate, and have he or she be a teammate that's looking to able to help their other teammates and say, hey, this is what I do to shoot very well, or this is what I do for map awareness. You know, what I play when I play by myself, I make sure I do these little details so it gets me better at knowing where I need to be, knowing when I need to rotate to the right area at the right time to defend or attack. And when you have a player that's like that, then they're a team player, and then they can help the other players around them grow basically so that's what you that's what we're looking for yeah and it, and it makes total sense too because you, you talk about those games right you, you're not gonna i think they called an ace you're, you're not gonna wipe out the entire team no it, it, you might get it once on a blue moon uh but for the most part it's not gonna be a winning strategy so when you're going into those do you guys like have a set game plan on what you say it's a game like valorant yeah so are you looking at the map and you're like hey these are their spawns um this is our rotations is that like the full game plan like a scouting report of the map oh yeah okay. yeah yeah it's um knowing the maps and then knowing what maps your our team is good at you know, in terms of basically when I, when you say good at, they're just from really familiar with right. the map that so they haven't memorized. They know little nooks and crannies, or they know if they if they you know squat here, they could get a good even shot all the way through the other side mm -hmm. to their spawn, and the other team might not be able to see the person shooting. You know, so finding little nooks and crannies where you can have an advantage because all of it in the first part of a match, first part of a Valorant match is all about who can get first blood, and most shooters is like that overwatch to um, call of duty csgo who could get the first kill mm -hmm. then whoever gets the first kill they have a man advantage they're up four to three or five to five uh, five to six or five to four or something like that yeah so they do that by having map awareness and obviously good aiming and good tracking you know mm -hmm. when they have their uh, character ready to shoot and make sure they hit their target basically now this might be a really really dumb question but <laughs> no, it's a question no, no. it's a question for me okay no dumb question how do you work 
on the aiming? What is like some of the drills and skills you guys do uh, to work on the aiming? Uh, not a dumb question. Okay. That is a great question. Um, there's apps out there. Um, Valorant has a shooting gallery mm-hmm. in their game, and that's something I do religiously. As soon as I jump into, I turn it on, I sign into my Riot account. I'm in there for at least. 15 to 25 minutes and that's before before you start playing before i start playing online anyway yeah online with or without friends or with or without the students you know or friends that i know that i usually play with mm-hmm. in any game you know any shooter game i'll go into the, the shooting gallery i'll find it in the game and if a game does if a shooter game they all have it now like years ago halo didn't have it yeah um and i think call of duty really didn't have it. they had certain areas where you can kind of mess around with your loadouts but not really shooting galleries now they do and so now it's like so back then when you didn't have it you just they were um, shooting apps like kutako um aim labs it's still all these apps are still around and then what you could do within those rat um, apps apps you can uh they could you could select this is i'm, I'm getting ready for a halo game or mm-hmm. you could put in the game that you're looking to play and they'll simulate that game movement okay so they got all the coding in there yep that's and and then the the AI that is you say if you're playing Fortnite you're about to play Fortnite it's going to move like a character it's going to sh- maybe shoot at you like a character in Fortnite mm-hmm. and then the movement side is where you that's where you work on your tracking and there's one app I have from one of my best players um, shooters up at Lakeland uh, Alex uh, Burgos shout out to him if I don't know if he's ever <laughs> listening on this <laughs> but because um, we're on Twitch too so. Um, he had this one app, and I can't think of it. I'm going to have to look at his last message because it's one of his last messages he sent me. But there was this one. It looks like it's like all these neon lights just moving around. But what you're doing with your mouse, you're actually following the, the neon lights. Okay. So it's practicing. You're it's, tracking? He, you're tracking. And he, you, and he did that every time. So he played uh, Valorant, and he played Call of Duty, and he played um, he played any shooter, really. But those are his main two games of mm-hmm. shooters. And he did that every day before practice started and he'll do it again after practice started he'll do it at the end of practice so he did it a lot so that's why his aim was like magnificent his tracking was great and shooting any weapon he had it down so just like anything from you know quarterback or pitcher pitching the ball you know just training those movements mm-hmm. your eye hand coordination all that is uh, along the same path and that's why he was one of the best shooters that we have at Lincoln. and then real quick i kind of want to get into another aspect of that so when it comes to the settings, right? You can adjust your sensitivity. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're going through that, is that just totally player to player, or they're kind of sweet spots? It's be like, hey, if you want to be at an elite level, yeah. everyone's kind of in this range. It's, it's a some, it's some, it's kind of a mixture of both. And then once you get really good, this is the sweet spots. So really? the better okay. players could play at this sensitivity. You know, for some like for a game, I play mostly. My I say when I'm better shooter than I'm at is Halo, and sensitivity for Halo on like moving left to, to right. It's um, somewhere in the neighborhood of like like six or five. I think it goes yeah it goes down mm-hmm. or no goes up. So six to seven, and I'm like around a seven or eight. So I'm fast because I'm I play that a lot. I've been playing it a lot. Call of Duty, I keep it. I probably knock it down if not. If I put it in the same numbers, I will probably keep it down to a a six or a five. Right. I wouldn't go to seven or eight because you don't have that experience. Yeah. Right. With Call of Duty and and the way the gun shoots a little bit differently. The, the the kickback mm-hmm. of the weapon that is simulated, which is something that between all the you know developers that create FPSs, to have that down is is amazing. Knowing how an M4 or an M5 or uh, a nine millimeter Beretta shoots or and kicks back 
you know, what happens to your hand and all that. And so you got to be mindful of that and you're watching and then shooting the wall, too. That's another tracking thing is shooting the wall. You get the spray, the spray pattern down and then you know how, OK, I got a shot. Well, obviously it's not a shotgun, but any um, machine guns, AR, um, heavy machine guns, seeing their spray pattern. So, you know how to kind of anticipate where to lead the bullets, you know, ahead yeah. or behind your target, basically. That's a good tip. I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. Just go find a wall and shoot, shoot it. it and find the spray. Pad. Yeah, it, shoot it and just let it. Like, yeah, just let it keep, go. Just let it go and mm-hmm. you'll see it go this way, right or left, or it'll go up or it'll go down. And then then you can learn from that and teach it. So when you're shooting somebody, you know how to, if it's going to go up, you got to make sure you're pressing down at the same time. I'm going to try that. Hopefully next week. If It well, it might be awesome, but I'll give you an update. See if it worked out for <laughs> no, me. Oh, yeah. Just send me a message. Uh, yeah. We got one from the text line I want to get to before we go to break. Yep. Um, and this one cracks me up because I, I definitely had my own problem with it. Um, he said, is Code Red Mountain Dew considered a performance enhancer in gaming? No, it's not. <laughs> um, you know, shout out. I know what's that. That's a, that's a Pepsi product, correct? And Mountain we, Dew? Mountain Dew. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to say it's Pepsi. Yeah, so nothing against Pepsi. You know, nothing against the drink companies because Pepsi is a sponsor. Um, we have a Pepsi room at the J School. But yeah, the chem, you know, the stuff that makes the drink, yeah, it's not conducive for, I uh, say, longevity of of gaming. Do it does to, give you a, it gives you a quick little buzz. Yeah, it'll hype you up because it has all the sugar and then all the chemicals mixed up with the sugar. But the best thing that you could drink during the game is water, um, green tea, any of the teas. that's green, it's orange, it's black tea. Um, it's a vitamin. And you can have you know orange pills. I get uh, sometimes I, I take mango pills. Okay. And put them in warm water and like, you know, and just sip on it while I'm playing. Um, so, yeah, just that's more healthy. You know? yeah. That's what I try to promote. But I know with the kids, they're going to still drink what they what they feel comfortable drinking. But I say, hey, switch that. You know, you drink a can of Mountain Dew here. Take some water. <laughs> kind of, wa- you know, <laughs> wash back, it down a little wash bit. Wash it down a little bit back and forth with water and the soda. I don't want to, you know, take it all away from them, but <laughs> at least get them to the point where they can start training and weaning themselves off of it later in life. Because when they're older, when they're my age, 46 years old, you don't want to have Mountain Dew Cold Red running through your body. Oh, yeah. I had to, I had to find out the hard way. If you, I got to freshman year, and I'll remember it. It's called the freshman 15. I got to freshman 10. I've heard about that. I got yeah. to my freshman 10. I was like, I looked at my mini fridge, and I saw the Mountain Dew, and I'm like, that's that's the culprit right yeah, there. Yeah, it's sugar. Yeah, yeah sugar. it's just straight sugar. Sugar um, will get you. And I'm curious. I kind of want to ask after the break, because I know you kind of work out some of your athletes as well. Yeah. You're kind of big. I'm curious if the diet's kind of a big part of that as well. But with that being said, we'll go ahead and throw it to break. Mm-hmm. This is the Amon Green Show. I'm Harrison. we got Amon Green in studio. We'll catch you guys on the other side. This is the Amon Green Show. Show on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Me and Harrison break it down the mechanics of shooting in uh, FPSs, mm-hmm. first person shooters. Definitely some good tips in there. And again, if you guys want to join the show, Sarter Him and Text Line 402 464 5685, as well as they're streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. Uh, I do want to get a little bit of house cleaning because we got a question over the break. Uh, and they ask Are esports extracurriculars? Can you major in esports or do players have to find other majors? Um, no, you can. So right now we have a major um, a certificate. Mm-hmm. So one of the classes that I teach is Intro to Esports Management. And our intro to esports, but it's pretty much like sports manager. So I, I've added that on there. Um, so having that, so it just gives you, like you said, gives you a certification of that. And we're us being in the J school, we, uh, you know, having the production, having the, the script writing, having the storytelling and, you know, reporting and interview um, 
other faculty members as well that do that, that teaches those areas is something that um, is, is uh, I say, available to all the students, no matter, you know, their major. And if they especially if they go for the esports certification, then they could have access and would be required to get the other um, production, I say, mm-hmm. education under their belt. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, obviously, I remember going through the J school. And that is one thing they definitely give you a lot of tools. That's one thing I I did appreciate the J school when you take those courses and you're in that building. Typically, uh, you're learning a lot, whether it's Adobe Premiere, Photoshop, um, even coding, you know, all that stuff. It's awesome. It helps me out on the long run. Get a job like this. Nice to know those Adobe products. So I do shout out to J school is that place when I was graduating, that place was getting done and tied up. There's still quite a bit of construction going on, but is that place finished up now? Yeah. The studio, I know for sure that was like a year ago or so that's Mm -hmm. done. And if it was anything else, no, it's, it's so, so right now, no construction going on. Okay. Awesome. Um, yeah. The only, I said we will, for us, construction will be happening over in the student union when we get the, uh, all the funding we need to get this uh, studio or say the esports part uh, built in a player in a student union. Absolutely. And then uh, before we went to break, we did talk about it. Uh, You're kind of mentioning about you want to keep players healthy, right? They might have oh, energy yeah. drink, but give them a cup of water. Uh, I know you mentioned as well that you like to get them in workouts. Mm-hmm. You know, what is kind of your mindset and is it just like physical workouts or do you kind of look at the diet as well and what those guys are putting into their body? Yeah, I'm going to start with the physical. Okay. And then as we get, I say, as they get acclimated to that part, and then I'll start, you know, digging into asking them questions. You know, how do you, what are your, what is your full day of meals look like? I don't know. Cause I've never heard, I heard a couple of students talking. I was in um, one of the faculty members, Alex Fernando's office, who's one of our, who's our assistant director of recruiting for the J school and had a couple of ambassadors were talking and they were talking about food prep and all that. So it was good to hear, you mm-hmm. know, cause that's a good thing to do. Obviously saves on time and obviously um, your money really, too, money, time, money. And then you know, obviously some of the food that you're preparing is more healthier food. And so to hear that, even though it wasn't um, esports players, that's okay, but still that'll be my conversation. I eventually want to get to with them, introducing the workout. And a lot of them already do have their own kind of workout routines that they do. Um, weight wise or cardio or body weight you know, movements, you know, burpees, pushups, um, crunches, stuff like that. So it'll be my job to make sure I find what they're comfortable with and introduce them to a lot of you know variety. So they kind of know that you don't have to just hit the weight room. You, mm-hmm. can, you know, there's free weights, there's dumbbells, there's kettlebells. Um, but if you don't want, want to do that, you could just hit the cardio real hard. Um, there's treadmill, there's bike, there's running around campus, you know, setting where you run in a couple miles a day or something like that, you know, in the morning or in the evening, there's something, find something to where physically you can, um, you know, have your body and get the blood flow going because sitting down in a chair, as we know, when you sit in a chair for a long time, your hips get tight, your back gets tight, neck and shoulders kind of get worry mm-hmm. on you kind of, you know get thick as the muscles um, from when I uh, am visiting my chiropractor. He said, it's kind of thick here. I'm (laughs) like, oh, that's tight. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm kind of loosening it up. So stretching, yoga, a little bit of everything. I'm going to look to introduce them. Some of them, um, about a handful of the team managers, I've already introduced them to this app called Fit Gamer. The company reached out to me, and we actually ran into each other a few times. uh, I went to the Dallas um, High School State Championships where they had some – colleges and high schools down there from all over the u.s and fit gamer was there their company a couple of their representatives and we talked and we actually been conversating through people that i knew that worked there or knew them and stuff like that so we got um put into a pilot program where we have this app 
the Fit Gamer app you can have on your phone or a tablet or your computer too. And you log in and you create your profile for your team and you send out invites to all the players. And in this app, it, it creates a, basically a pillar system and it has all the pillars of what anybody, not just a gamer, but anybody can uh, would want to live by taking mm -hmm. care of their bodies if they're active, if they're competitive, if they're you know somebody that needs to play or be at a high level. And I'll say I got the pillars right here. So they have a sleep pillar, nutrition pillar lifestyle, readiness for gaming and performance, physical maintenance, mental conditioning. And then they do a daily video, which either has a video like today, Tuesdays and Thursdays is usually like um, mental, a mental day. So it's either a motivational video or uh, how to meditate or how to do yoga or, or doing yoga. Right. Yeah. And so it kind of throws in all them things. And this is stuff that I used, you know, not in this order, but um, most of the pillars, that's what I did during my football career. You know, I had days where, you know, end of the week, and if we had a home game, that was, I would hit my uh, masseuse on Friday, um, or maybe, no, actually Saturday, and then all day I would stay home, watch college football, lay low, don't do nothing, mm -hmm. then go into the stadium, you know, 12 o'clock kickoff, or you know, 3 o'clock, 3.15 kickoff, or a Sunday night game, then boom, I'm ready to play. You know, make sure I got eight hours of sleep every day, uh, make sure my you know my meal on the night before a game when i played was a uh a new year strip dinner baked potato salad and a brownie sunday for 12 years that's what that was pretty much it. unless unless i didn't wasn't i said wasn't really hungry then i'll do a filet <laughs> you know but that was my routine and so the the app is developing routines and so we have like i said a handful of students that through the summer are doing it now including myself and going to introduce that to all the club team members. And then once we really get in the facility, then I'll have that time to really sit them down and mm -hmm. say, hey, this is what I want you to do. And it has those uh, qualities about the app where, like I said, it's training routine. Because everybody that is everybody, everybody who's anybody that works a job, you know, has to get up in the morning and go to work or you know, obviously get up and take care of your kids, get them off to school and all that. You have a routine about your day. You don't just wake up and just lay there. Part of it is sometimes you do. You wake up later, but eventually you get up. Mm -hmm. And also it's creating those habits to do that. So that's why you got to fill out all the information, you know, that they're asking you for all your how long did you sleep? You know, when you when you what time did you get in bed? What time did you get out of bed? What time did you wake up? You know, how many how many ounces of water did you drink in a day? Stuff like that. So it, it hits you. It hits all those little areas that just for just a an average functioning human being to have good health. That's yeah. it. You know, but when you're doing that and you're somebody of, of a, you know, you're a competitor, you're on a team and you're in college or you're a professional, this is going to help you, you know, stay ready to go all the time when you're hitting all these pillars um, daily and you know, day in and day out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I kind of like the way you said that too, because, you're right. It absolutely helps gamers, any sort of sport. Mm -hmm. But yeah, those are just basic things that every human <laughs> yeah. should have on their list, right? Yep. Where you got to move around. You, you're just going to have built up anxiety if you stay still all day. Nervousness, everything, yeah, right? It, it just builds up. So again, uh, Fit Gamer, I might even have to check that one out myself. But you mentioned something that kind of piqued my curiosity. You kind of talked about the mental aspect of mm -hmm. it, right? I know some friends when they play video games, anger's a problem, right? Oh, yeah. They get that anger and whatever it is about video games, it can drive you crazy in that way. You know, what are some of the things I'm sure you've had players that maybe get down or get upset? Uh, 
when something doesn't go right? What are kind of some of the mental exercises or just advice that you do to kind of keep them on an even keel? Obviously, it's a roller coaster. Yeah. But you want to keep those up and downs as small as possible. Yeah, I would say, so you're asking what, what I would recommend or yeah. what I have recommend? Um, yeah, so what I recommend, like, for the players I have coached, um, um, I'll say at Lakeland and then talking to the players now here in Nebraska, what, you know, what they're asking me, like what practice is going to be like and what will happen, you know, if I'm somebody's cussing in the arena or at practice. And I was like, well, I said, for one, you know, I want to make sure that player gets relaxed, you know, so I'm like, control your breathing, mm-hmm. you know, and if something beyond that where you already know to control your breathing and you're just dropping F-bombs here and there, um, then I'm going to give you 15 push-ups, And eventually you'll get, you'll get trained like, okay, I, I can't go there. I can't get emotional. I can't start swearing because I'm going to get 15 push-ups, And it works. You know, at Lakeland, it took all about two weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, of, of us having streams or scrims internally. And I told them the rules. I said, hey, if you, if you swear, you got 15 push-ups. Or if you got shoulder problems or whatever, you got wrist problems, you got wall sits or something. We're going to figure it out. And it's, it's a thousand ways to skin a cat on doing something that you, a little, I say a little a deterrent from what you're doing when you're raging out, basically. And like I said, it took all about two weeks. And after that, when somebody would say a swear word, then the, ki- the, the kids would kind of do, they would peek over at my desk, see if I heard them. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I heard it. Give me 15. Let's go. <laughs> so I've, I've, I've had that conversation with the club team members and the team managers and and I know uh, Jaden, to be exact, who, who's here on Saturdays for the Big Red Esports mm-hmm. show. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. This is going to be tough, Coach Green. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, you're going to get really strong. Yeah, you know? there you, you know, go. You're going to learn how to do a perfect push-up, you know. And the good, that's the good thing about this. I was like, so, I mean, I'm not mad if you if, if you swear. I'm just going to say 15 push-ups. Yeah, I'm just going to slowly train. That's Where, it. Do you ever have that problem? You don't uh, take no. me as a guy that gets no. super upset by no. anything. No, I, I'm always even kill. Um, okay. Ever since I was – here as a student, um, a student, student athlete. Nah, it's very, I, it's very rare where you see me where my uh, temperature gets above 98.6. That's it. I mean, it would have to be something real personal. Somebody personally attacked me on some way, some reason, say some crazy stuff. Just, it still would take a long time to get mm-hmm. me there because I've been, you know, I've been around um, locker rooms with chats talking, you know, from since I was, and then brothers and family members. All that fun trash talking. That I'm sure you like, heard it from Colorado. Oh back yeah, in the day. Colorado fans, Bear fans, yeah. teammates. Sorry about they, that one. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, teammates. Central here, and you know, I remember when I transferred uh, from North to Central, I was a traitor. <laughs> so yeah, no. For, so being trash talked to, I know how to handle it. It's 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 something that I, I say I mastered the technique where. I'll, somebody trash talks me so much or says, says something to me and I don't even react. they like, did you hear what I said? I'm like, yeah, I did. So, I love I that. Know. That's, my, that's uh, one of my favorites because you know who that reminds me of, and it is, um, it is a holiday for him, and technically it is 824 Kobe Bryant. Oh, yes, right. Oh, I, yeah. I, was, I saw something on um, yeah. ESPN before I left the house. Yeah, but it's Mama day. day. And he is one of those guys that if you would try to talk to him, it's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not and, giving you anything. And it was kind of like, and it's the same thing because before today, so seeing what I saw on ESPN, them talking about Mama Day, uh, I saw, you know, all the, I would say at least hundreds of motivational videos of him, mm-hmm. and how other players talk about him. And it's funny that I've never, yeah, I never met him, but his personality was kind of like mine's. You know, where if you did trash talk me and we we're playing a game. 
uh, no reaction. But what I did do is I just turned up the heat on you. Yep. And that's what he did. Like when he got somebody guarding him and they're in his ear, I was like, okay, can you keep, basically he wouldn't say it, but by his action, he's like, can you keep guarding me while I'm going to keep scoring points on you Mm -hmm. and keep D'ing you up and you're not scoring, you know? And that's what I would do, you know, between high school and and here where I get guys chirping in my ear or fans chirping in the stands and I would never talk back. I would never say anything. I will just say good game mm-hmm. or good tackle. You got me on that one. Run back to my huddle, then come around, bust a 50-yard run on you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, you know, you just got to learn that calmness and that trash talking is just a part of a game. It's part of some people's games. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember finally going up against Warren Sapp once I got to the NFL and when he was in Tampa, and that was part of his game. You know, he was talk literally the whole game. I mean, you know, part of it got him into the NFL Hall of Fame, possibly, because yep. he was able to get in some guy's heads with the trash talking. But for me, I was one of those guys, if you trash talk me, it was probably going to get worse for you and your teammates out there on the football <laughs> field. So. Those are those are always kind of my favorite. I'm always, again, I don't think it's right or wrong. Uh, Lance Stevenson, hilarious. Yes. I loved that watching one, him That in was the one of the videos I saw yep. with, um, yep. with Kobe. And it was somebody that was Lance Stevenson's teammate yep. that talked about the scenario that happened. Like It was either a playoff game where – Lance kept talking in Kobe ear, and he's like, and eventually the guys were like, "Stop talking! <laughs> he's killing us right now." So it yeah. was always great. You know, um, you know, someone who was talking to Kobe because you would see it, um, you'd see a little bit of chatter, and you'd just see Kobe not say anything. Yeah, and then they'd get the ball, and you'd see Kobe pick up the point guard or shooting guard at full court. And that was always my favorite. It's like, he said something they shouldn't have said because Kobe's picking you up full court. Yeah. And uh, that's not normal. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm about to get, it's about to get real out here. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and again, I do want to shout that out because also bias. Kobe Bryant is my favorite player as well. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it's, it's always impressive how he just inspired, you know, an absolute yeah. generation. And it's, it's cool. And that's why I'm always big, you know, I love the guys that lead by example. Mm-hmm. It's just something easy to see. Um, and you don't have any doubts about their character when they do it because they're not talking trash. They're just, playing they're just stepping up their game exactly and uh, and those, those are the type of players that we're looking for for mm-hmm. esports because we got asked that question by the parents at xp league last night and and ryan uh, tan took that question and i and i and i wrapped it up and at the end of that it was pretty much what we just said right there just players that don't you know we don't see them sweat the other team doesn't see them sweat you know even if you know they're having a bad game mm-hmm. you don't know they're having a bad game and they know how to communicate you know well because those are the players we want on our teams because uh, FPS games, and which is a lot of our games that we compete in, guys, a ton of communication, even if it's nonverbal, because the players are sitting next to each other, so they mm-hmm. could give them non, they could give each other nonverbal cues as well, and you only do that by verbally communicating. Like, hey, man, if since I if I can't talk, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna wink my eye or something right. to say I need help or that you need to when you when you spawn back in, you need to you know do this over there. When you have that, when you have players that are fluently communicating. Like dream, what's they say teamwork makes the dream work that's, absolutely you know, that's what we want that's a good spot to go to break we yeah. got one more segment left with the amon green show again i'm harrison we got amon green in studio again want to join the show starter Heyman text line 402-464-5685 streaming on facebook youtube twitch twitter great way to put a face to the voice and allo channel 951 we'll catch you guys on the other side of the break this is the amon green show on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket fm.com 
All right, welcome back into the Amon Green Show. Again, I am Harrison Arns here with Amon Green in studio. If you want to join the show, start your Heyman text line 402-464-5685, as well as we are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. So plenty of ways to engage in the show. And if you missed anything, go to theticketfm.com, catch all the podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts from. We got them for you. And if you really want to watch ticket content, stay plugged into Twitch or Allo Channel 951. You can get ticket content all the way up until 3 a.m. If you really want it, uh, we'll have it there for you. But nonetheless, we got a little bit of time here left. Amon Green, I know you got some time to play the new Madden 24. Yes, kind of what are your first experiences with it? Uh, looks good. Um, the tackling is noticeably better. Good. That's a, they that's actually a good one and they put some um, animation in the tackling where it's that form tackle where if you get them just right, you could grab his legs and pick them up and drive them into the turf. Oh, that's sweet. And I've, I've been, I've been, I've been run hit like that a couple <laughs> times with my running back. Um, I play with the Ravens. I've always, I've been a Ravens guy probably as long as Lamar Jackson has been on the team because of what he, what the threat he brings to a defense, you yeah. know, and then along with DK Dobbins, um, now Odell Beckham and uh, another receiver. I know that's full of speed and they have, so they got, you know, run game now. They always had a, a good defense, and now they got this added ingredient with Odell Beckham Jr. You know, having a year off, recovering from his ACL, and looking like he's back to um, stature and just a little older. But mm-hmm. that I say that hopefully the older player, o- older Odell, has means experience and then you know doing things that um, we've seen, and now just doing at a higher level where he can influence players around him. Um, so I play with uh, the Ravens today. I did a stream and I've been last week did the launch of uh, the game with uh, Anna line, a crew of ladies, uh, Tiger Lily, shout out to Tiger and Emily. We're all going to be basically teaming up. I know Emily is doing uh, she's a Valorant pro. Okay. And she'll be doing Valorant and CSGO. I'm going to be doing all the sports games. So Madden and then FC soccer 24, that'll be coming out that what used to be FIFA. Right. That's coming out later this year. I'll be playing that Madden and uh, NBA 2k being a sports person and then tiger lily she does more of the the big rpg rpgs like uh diablo 4 that was out and okay. throughout the summer and now we all three going to get into starfield when that drops next week and i'll have my time they're doing 12 hour streams uh, <laughs> oh man and i'll be probably doing maybe a four hour or six hour stream you know on a, on a thursday or something like that so yeah follow me on, on, a, on mind green tv to watch that but i did it today and was fun i did superstar mode Okay. On Madden and built out. I started with a running back. I wanted. I was asking the the chat, you know, to pick for me, but nobody picked anything. So I was like, right, I'm gonna go with running back, and I'm named him Emilio Verde. You know, <laughs> that's what one of uh, Clinton used to call me on, uh, when I was here on camera. Little nickname he gave me, so I used that <laughs> when I make my avatars. And he's number thirty. He got drafted first, late first round. Okay, he got drafted. What the NFL told me. I should have got drafted in back when I w- went pro as a junior. No kidding. No kidding. The exact same pick. I, yeah, or what no, they told you, yeah, you were going to be. Yeah, so I got drafted in the game late first round. That's what the NFL told me, but obviously I went th- mid-third round. <laughs> they're talking about Madden 24. Yeah, they're yeah telling you. exactly. <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were in the future already <laughs> for me. So, yeah, I got drafted late first round. What was crazy, though, I ran a 4-140 at my pro day. You know what this character, this avatar? Don't post- tell me it's a four one forty. No. Okay. He ran like a, a the first one I ran. You ran it twice. First one I ran was a four eight one because you know you got to hit the buttons all yeah. fast. And then the second one was like a five two. So of course the four eight one was my time. And then in my broad jump, I could barely jump nine feet. Where I jumped eleven one. You know, I don't know what feet. kind of athlete that is. Yeah, but that's, that's something. Yeah, if you get over eleven, you get over ten feet, you're doing good. That means you got a lot of lower lower body power. 
and this avatar on the game could not i couldn't even get past i could barely sometimes because you got to learn how to you know use the mechanics i could barely get past four feet but finally i kept doing it over got the nine feet mm. even and it's like all right at least i got nine feet. <laughs> but anyway, i'll say anything you know thank god um I, I did play running back so i know how to read blocks so i got you know season started now i'm the starting running back on this game and i have almost 400 yards in four games as a rookie, two touchdowns, so doing pretty good. Yeah, you're looking at a thousand yard rushing season pretty Definitely. easily on pace right now. Yeah, my goal is 11, so you can set goals before the season start. And yeah. I set my goal for 1100, so I'm on pace for probably like yeah, you're gonna 18. smash that. Yeah, I'm, probably, <laughs> I'm on pace for like 18, maybe 2,000 yards. Uh, and then one more question before we get out of here: You said you're kind of in charge. You're gonna be doing all the sports for that stream. What's your favorite? Sports game is is, is Madden. Is it Madden? I mean, and then once NCAA hit, I'm gonna be happy with that being out. Um, but I play everything. I'm curious know. about that uh, soccer. What's the FC soccer? Yeah, it's basically FIFA, but like, uh, FIFA was always. But EA cool. and FIFA didn't come to agreement to right. continue their contract, so that got broken, and now it's just FC soccer, so football club. 24 and 25 on down the line and i like those games too yeah, they, they it's got really smooth and they've been clean yeah they're doing a great job um with ea and all their games and even 2k where they have many games within the game mm-hmm. you know you don't have to play the big soccer field you could play volta where you play on like little small basketball courts that are converted into soccer mound um, pitches and you have short courts to longer courts stuff like that and then you really can learn how about the passing better yeah and the, sh- and the kicking and how to bend, bend it like Beckham stuff like that mm-hmm. on a smaller uh, map or a smaller uh pitch than a bigger full-size pitch than you know like the European soccer matches are yeah I'm definitely excited to check that one out yeah um I will say that's one thing about those games the I feel like when it comes to sports in particular the uh AIs always a tough thing to manage Yes. With FIFA, they got that down immediately. Yeah, they do. And as obviously, 2K and Madden's coming really far away. I'm hyped about the tackling animations. Mm-hmm. Uh, football, that's going to be incredibly tough. So it's awesome to hear they got that figured out and mm-hmm. they're working on it. Yep. But again, shout out to Mon Green for hopping in studio today. This has been the Amon Green Show. I'm Harrison. We'll catch you guys all next week.